are now entering the Brooks. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm the other co-host, Jason, 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 T, 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 Gaffney, nee, 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 nee. Uh, hi, Jason. <laughs> hi. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I'm super tired. Did you just need to, you, you just needed to hear... Some reverb? I don't know. I felt like I needed to give myself a really good entrance today. I love it. <laughs> Let me know next time. Anytime, you know, I can help with that. I can maybe, I can uh, do some applause noises or something. Listen, for you, <laughs> I will find out how to make sound effects and I will make some. Wow. No, no, no. You don't even have to do that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll find them and I'll make them for you. On the day, you just let me know if it's a day you need, a, you know, more applause, you need a little boost, or if it's a day that you're doing fine and your your self-confidence is, is fine. And uh, either way, we'll figure it out. If we had money, this would be when you play Lady Gaga as I live for the applause. It would be. If but we, we had money. have that money. So. <laughs> no, that solved that problem. For that. No. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing today, otherwise? It's been a wild day. Has I... It? Did not sleep much. I got allergy shots, so I'm a little groggy. I oh. watched a car crash when what? I went to get Starbucks, and what then happened? I burst into tears because I was too tired and couldn't comprehend what was happening. Oh, my God. <laughs> what what did happen? Someone just hit another car, and it wasn't that bad. And no, then but I it was... was just like, I need to cry now. And, okay. <laughs> and everyone around me was like, why is he sad? And I was like, we need to leave Matt now. Wow. Okay. So it was, you know, you just had, you had a, you know, an emotional breaking point moment, which we all have. Yeah. I, you know, pandemics made it happen a lot easier. I get it. So I think that maybe, maybe people thought that you had some kind of like horrible car crash in your past. And <laughs> I do. I've screeching had several. Tires and... just gets you there. It's a, it's a trigger. There were no screeching tires either. It was just like it hit. Crunch. Nobody was aware. I mean, everyone's on their fucking phones when they drive now. Get off your fucking phones. <laughs> or, yeah, don't make Jason cry. Get off your <laughs> phone or Jason will cry. Well, <laughs> may things get better. Hopefully they'll get better when you have a chance to ruin my day with whatever arcane bullshit you're going to throw at me today. Honestly, I don't even know what today's episode's going to do to all of us. Okay. You know what? Let's just... Go where the episode takes us. Let's just leap <laughs> into the air and hope for the best. And maybe at the other side, we'll still be friends and some people will still be listening to us. <laughs> I, I have confidence in both of those things. Oh, we'll see. We're already looking up. Uh, should we talk about the bright spot, though, before we yeah, get there? Yeah, and you're doing good? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me. Um, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't worry about me. I was in a slight car accident near a Starbucks today. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And then there was this guy weeping on the side of the road. 
<laughs> so I had to leave. I didn't leave my insurance information or anything. Great. Awesome. I'm glad you committed a hit and run. Just had to go. Uh, <laughs> because people crying when I do bad things is a trigger for me. It's a trigger for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it makes, makes me sense. very emotional. So I can't, I can't stick around when that happens. All right. <laughs> Other than that, doing fine. <laughs> All right. The bright spot this week is actually the corporation of Target who has unveiled very recently a new program for its employees that's starting in the fall, which is a debt-free education benefit for its employees. So 340,000 full-time and part-time employees at the stores and distribution centers of Target are going to have access to over 40 universities programs that Target will pay for them to get their degrees. Uh, up to about a f- about $5,000 a year for undergraduate degrees and about $10,000 a year for master's and advanced degrees. Target will pay directly to the place of education so that their employees can get access to those classes. And it's over and above their salaries and not even touching what they're making otherwise or any other benefits that they have so that people can continue their higher education while they're working at Target. And it's so great to see a corporation that isn't all, that isn't bitching about how giving anybody anything is going to hurt our bottom line, is going to kill us you know, financially. We're here to make money and no other thing, you know? And so, I, honestly, it makes them more competitive for the people who want to work there, mm-hmm. you know? And so last year, they raised their, their minimum wage across all stores to $15 an hour, even though many states that they operate in don't have that as a minimum nice. wage. Yeah. And then this year, they're unveiling that education program as well. And so they are fast becoming a really desirable employer for, you know, low-skilled workers, which there that. are a ton of in this country. So... Uh, yeah, I think it's a fantastic program and congratulations, you know, and wonderful job target for, for unveiling that and for making that uh, available to its employees. I think it's fantastic and the bright spot. Kicking ass. Yeah. I, I love target for many reasons. There, you know, no company is perfect. Blah, sure. blah, 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 blah. The world, everyone sucks. But <laughs> the point is, is that they often do really good stuff. Yeah. And I really appreciate, I really appreciate that they're doing that. You know, people sometimes forget that education helps everyone, yeah. not just the person who gets the education. Like yeah. having a city filled with educated people means if there's a catastrophe, a whole lot of people are going to be smart and know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of different things that come with education beyond just, you know, it's great, now I can get a higher paying job. A it, rising tide that lifts all boats, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that is the bright spot. And now, I, I don't know. I don't know what happens now. Do we remain friends after this? It's it's a mystery. I I just think that someone's going to cry by the end of this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have money on who's that's going to be. <laughs> it's me. We all know it's me. Damn. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna... Oh, I was betting on me. Shit. Wrong. Anyway, <laughs> let's jump in, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Reincarnation. Oh, shit. Okay. We're tackling the big subjects today. Alien. Alien reincarnation. I hope this is Scientology. Mars. Scientology. Uh, That's sort of right. We're going to talk about the infamous Boriska Kiprianovich, the young man who, as a boy, claimed to be reincarnated from an ancient Martian race. What? Okay, that's not Scientology. That was very generous of you to say that I was anywhere close. 
I mean, I, I don't think that's Scientology. Maybe he was one of the, you know, people on the board initially, but... No, geez. Scientology came a lot earlier, but he... Oh, okay. So it's when, in the same vein, and yeah. Sure. Okay, I get it. Well, okay, this is that's already a super fucked up story. So yeah. I love it. Let's get into it. Also, Bariska was born in 1996 in Russia. Oh, okay. So, so this is very way recent. More, more recent, sure. Yeah. So, all right. His mother is a doctor. Okay. And she is convinced that he is a very special boy. Mm. Now, man, she's still convinced he's special. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, man. Okay, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> According to his mother, he started speaking after only a few months of being alive. Mm-hmm. Which I, is very... I can, I can just tell you that I'm going to take every statement in this episode as truth at face value. So, okay, <laughs> yes, he did. Perfect. Great. So, it's very unusual because most babies start talking after around nine months of being alive. Sure. And generally, they only understand, like, super basic words like yes, no, etc., Okay. You know, they're basic. You're right. You're basic. You're baby. <laughs> you're a basic baby. Um, <laughs> you pooped yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but not Bariska, right? Wait, what What not Bariska? He never pooped himself? Wow. Oh, no, he, he was apparently not basic. Oh, okay, fine. Because, I mean, <laughs> if a baby never pooped himself, that is a very special baby. <laughs> Babies do three things. They sleep, they eat, and they poop themselves. So, like... Bariska was using the toilet from one day. Oh. Wow. Wow. That is, a, that is a brilliant baby. He was like, poo, poo. And then they would bring him, and he would just release. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, no. That's Which is not... the sure mark of an alien. <laughs> so, his mom would go on to tell people that he was reading, drawing, and painting things that babies do. But he was doing this at the age of one and a half. Oh. So earlier. Which is earlier than babies do it. Yes. Usually. And he apparently went into kindergarten at the age of two. That one's kind of cool. Okay. So that's a fact, at least. Yeah. Okay. At least that's what they say. Oh, well. Okay. Not a fact. Also not a fact. <laughs> I mean, all of this is fact if you believe the articles. So. Okay, sure. It's all fact. He's a brilliant yeah. baby. He's... <laughs> So, quote from RepublicWorld.com, quote, His teachers couldn't help but notice his extraordinary ability of writing and his language learning skills. In a 2017 interview given to a media portal, one of Bariska's kindergarten teachers revealed that he had an astonishing memory skills. Okay. Was that a news outlet called Portal, or were they talking to some portal in the universe what is that i don't know they use media portal a whole bunch of times and i'm really? guessing it's like a group of media okay so that's, like that's a that's a trigger phrase that is a warning phrase media <laughs> portal don't get too close to the media portal carol ann <laughs> they'll suck you in with their yeah. backs they're russians <laughs> they're using logic <laughs> So, all right, some people claim that Bariska has a 200 IQ. Wow. But in the same article that mentioned this, it also mentioned that no one can confirm that he does, in fact, have a 200-point IQ. Right, because they don't have IQ tests in Russia. Or on Mars. Or on Mars, where he is now? 
No, he's not on Mars. Okay. <laughs> so couldn't they give him an IQ test here on Earth where he's sojourning for the moment? So He's alive that, right now, right? Yes, he's still alive. Okay, good. Well, it's not the guarantee if you're born in 1996. He wouldn't have died of old age necessarily, but some horrible... Tra- well, let, that, don't look at me like that. This is a show about tragedies. Okay, well, I think we've already figured out what the tragedy is. Yeah, it's me. So... Uh, <laughs> It's your emotional response to car crashes. I actually think it was a valid response. (laughs) That's the tragedy. So if it wasn't enough, all of the stuff, he's like this genius baby who can read and write and draw and paint. And Mm -hmm. they would find out. It's all bad. It's all bad. Like he doesn't write anything good. He doesn't paint anything good. He just draws a bunch of tits and he says, shit, 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 shit. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's terrible, but it's way advanced for, it's way more than other kids are doing. So he doesn't have a lot of craft yet, but he can they, do all that stuff. They would find out that as he was growing up, that he was very knowledgeable about the planet Mars. Oh, okay. So both mom and dad would claim that they never told him anything about space. So they don't know how he could have learned anything about it. But I'm thinking, like, if you have a genius two-year-old who's at kindergarten already and he knows how to read a book, maybe he picked up a space book in school. Like, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> it's not like he just suddenly had a knowledge of anyway. No, they no nobody gets knowledge about space from books. You're told all of your space knowledge. Well, I will say this: space knowledge is an oral tradition. Is what I'm saying. He had space books in the home, which <gasps> is great. So, but quote, he never read them because they, nobody can read a space book. His parents are both yeah, like, I don't they have know to be how. Read to you, he's like, I, the parents are like, I don't know how he knows about space. <laughs> quote from English.newsnationtv.com. Quote, she adds, from early childhood, we had a lot of books on astronomy. When he was three years old, he opened these books and started to tell us uh, numbers of the galaxies, although they were in Latin. <sighs> The books were in Latin? What are you doing with astronomy books in Latin at your house? What are you, fucking Copernicus? I don't fucking know. The point is, I don't know. The the quote has typos, so it's possible that there's some confusion here. Oh, it's translated from the Russian. Yeah, but the point is, she's like, I don't know how he possibly could have learned about space, except for all the astronomy books we had. (laughs) (laughs) It's a total mystery to me. (laughs) So... Eventually, as he would get older, he would start to claim that he was actually from the planet Mars. You are from Minsk. Stop (laughs) telling people that. It's embarrassing. But, Mother, I am from Mars. (laughs) And Germany, apparently. (laughs) (sighs) I am Masha. This is my German Martian boy. Borinskaya. What's his name? Fucking name. Bariska. Bariska. <laughs> so he's like legit a Martian, but reincarnated into a human body. Well, you know, I guess everybody needs a vacation. So you would think that that would get his parents to start to be like, oh, wait a moment. We need to get help for him. But no, they were like, cool, we have a Martian baby. <laughs> Quote from nzherald.co.nz, quote, the boy's mother, who herself is a doctor, 
has never discouraged him from telling his story. She says her son's in-depth knowledge of planetary systems from such a young age is puzzling. There's a point at which you need to, you know, corral your child, I guess. <laughs> I just, I've watched two shows recently where there is a, a, a character on the show that is on the spectrum. And the more and more I learn about Bariska, the more and more convinced I am that it is perhaps possible that he is on the spectrum because he is very into a, one specific subject, mm. which is a, it happens. Mm -hmm. um, if you've ever seen Atypical or even um, Community, uh -huh. both of those shows feature that prominently. Mm -hmm. Generally, incredibly intelligent people mm -hmm. um, are on the spectrum. So, like, that's where my unofficial diagnosis stands or, or not diag not diagnosis i i would say that's my like i would suggest if i were able to talk to them for him to reach out to a doctor in that field but his mother see. is a doctor so i think we're good there he's a martian <laughs> baby that's, so that's all a right doctor living right there in the house so the she's definitely is not inside too close. the house <laughs> the martian is coming from inside the house <laughs> So she would then go on to be quoted saying, quote, No one has ever taught him. Sometimes he would sit in a lotus position and start telling us detailed facts about Mars, planetary systems, and other civilizations. When we showed our boy to a variety of scientists, including UFOologists, oh uh, astronomers, and historians, all of them agreed that it would be impossible to make up all those stories. Except that you made up an entire <laughs> field of study, ufologists. <laughs> My God, it would be impossible to make. Give me a break. It's impossible to make up those stories. Ask Philip C. Clark if it's impossible to make. Ask Ray Bradbury if it's impossible to make up fucking stories about space. I will have to say that I'm going to have to look up both of those gentlemen. Well, they're science fiction writers and they're classics and they're, they're made up. There's science fiction. <laughs> fiction. Sometimes the fiction's in fact. I mean, he has the kid has an incredible imagination, it seems, and I am angry at every adult who's around him going, "Yes, that's factually true. Absolutely." You know? There's I I I am I'm getting my ire is raising a little <laughs> bit at all of the enablers around this child. Are you close to crying yet? No. Maybe a little. A little closer, maybe, than I was. <laughs> but still far away. But we're, you know, I feel like we're still early in the episode. I just wanted a fucking mocha, okay? I just wanted a tall mocha. Uh-huh. I didn't want to be reminded of the myriad of ways I could be killed while just going out on a normal errand. <laughs> so, apparently, Bariska remembers memories from when he was around 14 or 15 on Mars. In Mars years or American years? Mars. Or American Earth years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. Your American is showing. Shut up. <laughs> In Mars years, uh -huh. where he and his friends would have to practice air raids and be ready for if the bomb comes to hit near them. Uh, so he was growing up in Mars of the 1950s. Yeah. Okay. Quote from RepublicWorld.com. Quote. The giant boy from Mars, as dubbed by netizens, is seven feet tall. What? 
Bariska claims that he has been sent by the Martian race to save humans from succumbing to a nuclear war and destroying their race. Is this child seven feet tall? I don't think he is, but Martians apparently were several meters tall. Oh, so he's saying that when back when he was on Mars and alive on Mars with his friends, he was seven feet tall? Or but, nine feet, I don't know. It but I guess tall. Martians are all very tall, right? Yeah. So he wouldn't be the giant boy, he'd just be the boy, right? If everyone's seven feet tall, then nobody is, really. <laughs> don't ruin my life! I just, it's not you I'm mad at, it's the netizens. <laughs> it's the giant boy! He's actually 5'10". <laughs> How would you like to go around with that as your fucking nickname? The giant boy, and you're normal sized. <laughs> I mean, I would just, if, if people saw me as normal size, they would assume something else was giant. Uh, about you was giant. That's where my mind went to, and I would not mind being known as the giant boy, I guess. Yeah, so okay. it's it's a win all around for Yeah, him. I wouldn't have to buy this Porsche. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not buying a Porsche. <laughs> so, all right. Basically, he's like, Mars had a really big fight about several thousand years ago, and we killed each other with nukes. Oh. And he's like, I've been sent to Earth to let you all know that if you don't calm this shit down, then you're going to meet the same fate as my fellow Mars people. Okay, so he's like the prophet of Mars. Why did he Why did he take thousands of years to be reincarnated? And why didn't he come back, you know, during the Cuban Missile Crisis? Right. So, here's the other interesting thing, right? He talks about how a whole bunch of Martians died from the nukes, Mm -hmm. but he claims that Martians are actually immortal. (laughs) And when they get to be 35 years old, they no longer age. Okay, so they all died, but they're immortal, and they're all 35. Well, they got to live longer than Jesus, so good for them. So, they become 35 forever. But they also die from a nuke, apparently. But they're immortal. All right. Well, so it's like a Highlander. Immortal unless you cut the head off. I get it. So, so Martians are immortal unless they get hit by a nuclear bomb, which, you know, if if that's the threshold, that's not that often. Sure. Quote from Bariska. Quote, no, I have no fear of death, for we live eternally. Okay. There was a catastrophe on Mars where I lived. People like us still live there. There was a nuclear war between them. Everything burnt down. Only some of them survived. They built shelters and created new weapons. Mm -hmm. So he hasn't ever heard of like a Mars rover. Like, right? Yeah. We have imaging of the entire surface of Mars and there's no structures on it. So we're ruins of structures. So is there any way that they're going to approach tackling that? They went underground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Did they go underground from being up above the ground, or were they always underground? They were above. Oh. Now they're under. But there are no ruins from no. the nuclear war. Okay. No. But that was thousands of years ago. Sure. That's, you know, ruins definitely degrade over thousands of years. Yeah. Yes. So, if anything also, will attest to that, it's the pyramids. And the pyramids will show up soon. Oh. Um, so... I just love also the fact that he's like, they created new weapons. Like, you didn't learn anything? You literally sent someone over to warn us about nukes, but you made sure to restock up after your nuclear war? Yeah, well, we're not stupid. (laughs) 
<laughs> a person's like... got to defend yourself. Look, Mars was the forerunner of stand your ground laws. Oh, God damn. Mars is the Florida of the solar system? It absolutely is. It absolutely is. Oh, no. Well, quote from the sun.co.uk, quote, The boy states the Martians breathe carbon dioxide, and if they sometimes come to our planet, they would have to breathe out from pipes filled with it. Jesus. Well, then they should just come here to Los Angeles. They'd be fine. <laughs> well, also, like... People would notice that. They, well, yes, they probably would. Although, I don't know. Maybe they invented vaping to hide themselves. Oh, shit. There you go. Another fun thing that Bariska would reveal about mm -hmm. being a Martian is uh, the Martian spaceships, which yeah. can travel interstellarly. Well, sure. Quote from Bariska, quote, We could travel in time and space flying in round spaceships, but we would observe life on Earth on triangular aircraft, Martian spaceships are very complicated. Oh. They are layered, and they can fly all across the universe. Right, but we really concern ourselves with the planet <laughs> one over, though, the most. They're very complicated. Sure. Well, any spaceship is... I'll give him that. Look, a spaceship, a Martian spaceship, I think, is very complicated. The space shuttle is very complicated. Sure, but, like, Trump much... Um, anyway, <laughs> we have the best spaceships. We have circular spaceships. We have triangular spaceships. <laughs> we have hectagonal spaceships. Those are for Venus trips. So he would also talk about where the Martians have been in space. Basically we'll, everywhere. I don't know why I have to go into it. It would be quoted in English.NewsNationTV.com, quote, I don't remember the names. People from Mars traveled in many galaxies and planetary systems. Mm -hmm. So I love that he's like, I'll tell you all where we were. I don't remember But I don't how know their names. Yeah. We went here and there and everywhere. We went up. <laughs> we went down. We went all around. <laughs> the fucking I, Dr. Seuss book. I don't, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know any of the names of the places that we went as a race. But I do, I do know, we went there through space. <laughs> uh, we killed each other with a bomb. <laughs> we killed each other with a plum. <laughs> so in the exact same article, he would talk about the ships again as, quote, there were ships of an airplane type. They were triangular and there were ships like a drop. Ships with plasma engines traveled only in solar system. Oh my god. Well, that's ridiculous. What what are they what, do they carry other ships on their back? Like what if you need two different ships? One's going to be interstellar and one's going to be interplanetary. <laughs> what do you do if you go with an interstellar ship and you're left out in the cold with no interplanetary ship to use? Exactly. That's ridiculous, Boriska. According to Boriska, that his being born reborn on the planet earth is actually mm -hmm. not his first time that he has been here oh it's why it took so long yeah where so, was he in the interim he <laughs> he came over on one of the ships a geometric shape not described oh, okay. uh, but he That's came over on a ship mm -hmm. uh, way back uh, it was when... shaped like a pretzel <laughs> to visit ancient egypt just to go one planet over all we need is a pretzel yep they, so he visited Egypt, ancient uh, Egypt. Ancient Egypt. Well, sure. 
so the good old the, days. The Martians apparently were BFFs with the Egyptians, hmm. and as a result, he revealed quote from IndiaTVNews.com quote He said that life on Earth will change dramatically when the Great Sphinx monument in Giza is unlocked, adding oh. that the opening mechanism is hidden behind an ear. <laughs> Well, it's not hidden very well, then, if some random Russian Martian reborn, you know, alien child knows where it is. Also, he, do we have, is that mean, do we have an incentive for opening it or not opening it? <laughs> I don't know. He also doesn't remember how the key works. Ah, well, that's a shame. That would have been useful information. So I also wanted to point out the fact that earlier I mentioned this, and neither one of us said anything because... Honestly, everything that's said at this point, it's kind of like, sure, of course. Okay, just, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out that he they talked about they can travel through time. Oh, he did? He said that? Yeah. Oh, he's the doctor. Yeah, so Doctor Who, basically. Yeah. wow. Um, which makes me think that, like, if you could do that, then why didn't you go back and fix some of our shit? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Maybe he did, and this is what we got left with after he really he really cleaned up. This is the good timeline? Yes. I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. Maybe That's this is our the best show, possible folks. timeline. <laughs> That's it. Well, I don't know. That's it. We've come to the last episode. Jason can't handle that possibility. And There has to be a better timeline. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be the best. <laughs> so, all right. Here's the best part. Okay. Not all Martians who are here need said carbon pipes that I mentioned, right? No. Because he doesn't need them. Well, that's a good point. He's not con- he doesn't carry a a car exhaust system around with him all the time to breathe, <laughs> so I am assuming. So, yeah, and how did he get around it? Because he is part of a select group of people called the Indigo Children. Oh, the Indigo <laughs> Boys and Girls. they have several platinum albums yeah the closer we come to the end of this episode the closer i am to fine so quote from republicworld.com quote there are many children like him who have been sent on the same mission from outer space the boy also claimed that these children are reincarnations of the martian race and are called the indigo children Okay, but why don't we see more of them? If there are many of them, why aren't there a bunch of kids claiming to be Martian rebirths and telling us to be nice to the environment or each other or something? I'm glad that you asked, right? Okay. So what the fuck are indigo children, right? (laughs) If if they're not an indie rock band (laughs) from the 90s, then I don't know. So quote from Wiki, quote, indigo children according to a pseudoscientific New Age concept, are children who are believed to possess special, unusual, and sometimes supernatural traits or abilities. I see. So it all started when... uh, (laughs) 
I, I don't even know how this is a real thing. It all started when parapsychologist and psychic Nancy Ann Tapp was studying auras in the 1970s. Good Christ. I mean, like, goddamn, why is that a phrase that you have to say out loud in the world? Like, what? Nancy Ann Tapp was a parapsychologist, which is a study she made up, was studying auras, which is made up, in the 1970s, which is a construct that we just decided to name it, and <laughs> she's now created this whole subgenre of crap that you have to listen to now and believe in if you want to, I don't know, save the planet? Yeah. Okay. So, fun thing, in my research of indigo children mm-hmm. i came across a website called scarymommy.com <laughs> i goddamn honestly don't understand why it's called scarymommy.com i think I'm, that's i think you're better off not knowing i i'm just gonna guess that it's to help debunk things or help people understand things that moms get scared of okay sure although i think scared mommy would be better <laughs> <laughs> scarymommy.com is here to scare you with facts. Yeah, scary mommy does not sound like a place I want to be. <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> I'm scary. <laughs> I just want you to be happy and to obey me. <laughs> I'm your mother and I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that is scary. That's the scariest mommy phrase. Yep. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, quote from scarymommy.com, quote, Go to your room. (laughs) I'm scary! No, quote, While a few people had indigo auras back then, she noticed a lot of children being born with indigo auras from 1978 into the late 1980s, which led her to believe there was a new wave of spiritual leaders upon us, a.k.a. indigo children. It was coincidentally the same time she was taking a lot of acid, which she quit in the 80s, but just coincidental. I just want to point out that both you and I are in this time frame. That's true. I think we're both indigo children, Kevin. Do you? I've never felt that special. (laughs) I think, which is maybe a product of my own scary mommy. (laughs) You'll amount to nothing! (laughs) Claim your room. Oh, it's like being home. <laughs> no, your mom's great. I know that. I'm just kidding. She doesn't listen to our show, so I don't care about bashing her on <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, all right. I'm sure you guessed this, but there's some controversy over this topic. No. What's because... controversial about a bunch of reincarnated alien souls living in the spirits of our children on the spectrum (laughs) (laughs) so oh my god and the the important thing to know is that indigo children don't need vaccines oh god i'm sorry yes everyone needs a vaccine i'm sorry for that (laughs) also by the way if you haven't seen atypical or community yet watch it i've seen all of community i haven't seen atypical i finished atypical i cried at the end because i have a heart there it Um, is (laughs) <laughs> i'm halfway through community and love it and cry, yeah and i'm crying every episode <laughs> i don't get why it's so good um, it's so good but yeah so the uh but yeah watch it like it's okay. i'm i'm really happy that the the uh 
I'm really happy with the representation of characters on the spectrum. I uh-huh. think I wish I wish I could have seen that growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, be more people could understand better. Yeah. So there is controversy over this topic, obviously, because some people believe that they're that basically indigo children are the next step in our evolution. Oh, they're the X Men. That's cool. Yeah. And other people, such as parents of kids with learning disabilities, are claiming their kids are indigo kids because then they can avoid bringing them into the doctor or other sources to get the help that their kids need to thrive. Oh, dear. Um, so they're like, my kid's special. They don't need any help. They're just a special gem. Yeah, nice job, humans. <laughs> I'm like, they are, but they also need help yeah. to thrive because... Which would be nice. Yeah. If you could be bothered to help your child. Right. Well, and it's like, it's the kind of thing where it's like, once you know, like, once we learned that I was half deaf, then I could do things to be able to function better. Yeah. Isn't that an interesting concept? Right. Like, Diagnosis is a very powerful tool. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. There are some people also that are salty uh, about indigo children. No, they're not. They're just reincarnated water sprites. <laughs> They're salty because they feel like the characteristics of indigo children are so vague and the tent is so large that everyone gets to feel like they're a part of this group. Well, fortunately, this is the first I've ever heard of this, but I do feel terrible for the children who are growing up with the impression that they are indigo children somehow and that they don't therefore need to, I don't know what, like participate in the rest of the stuff that all the the peers do or if... I don't, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand the benefit for your child of telling them they're an indigo child, you know? You're a weird one. Yeah, I mean, you're like, just, I guess it's a kind of a bolstering, like, don't feel bad that you don't fit in because you're ultra special, I guess. Yeah, and, and I don't hate that if, if, again, you go with it in the right way. Like, my parents were always... They, they did a really good job of noting the fact that I was, like, this weird kid who had full adult teeth by the age of five and oh, hearing dear. aids and glasses, mm-hmm. and I was just really awkward looking. And they deflected when people would stare at me and be like, those people are silly. They, they're just looking at you because they can't, you know, handle how adorable you are. And it's ah. like... And so it, it, they bolstered my, like, or, or they would say, like, they think your hearing aids are cool. You know, they mm-hmm. would try to encourage me with my stuff, not feed me delusions of, like, they're staring at you because you're a god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way your parents did it is definitely preferable. To, they're staring at you because you have supernatural powers. Yeah. And you are a reincarnated being of a special alien race that's sent here to warn the world. I mean... You're Greta Thunberg, basically. Yeah. Greta so, Thunberg is definitely an indigo child. So, all right. There's actually an indigo child test on uh, the scarymommy.com site. First of all, what color are you? <laughs> just, just get the basics out of the way. <laughs> so, it basically claims that if you say yes to most of the statements in the test, then you too might be an indigo child. Okay. I uh, will Did you admit, see the test? I have I have done the test. Oh, and I said yes to almost everything. Oh my! Which makes God. me think that it is too vague and all encompassing, and that all encompass theory. The people who are salty about it uh, gets ridiculous. more weight. Yeah. Jason, 
That what it means is you're an indigo child. That's what it means. I'm not saying I'm not a god, but I'm a god. Wow. So, so things... I had no idea I was in the because I I don't think that I'm an indigo child at all. Uh, I've been a cisgender white person for a very long time. And I mean, I don't feel like if I was an indigo child, I would have been sent here in this body. So, um. Do What's you wanna, it like? That's so, my question. Well, here first, I want to I want to give you some of the uh, potential things to let you know you might be an indigo child. Okay. Do first. you like indie folk music from the nineties? <laughs> things like quote I tend to lesbian? be I tend to <laughs> I tend to be highly sensitive to the environment around me. <laughs> what do you mean, like? Crying because some random stranger <laughs> crashed his car? <laughs> I would, would do that. I will admit that that is a little bit... Um, <laughs> on the nose? <laughs> on the nose today. All right. Um, <laughs> I can say we can put a big check mark next to that one. <laughs> Another one is I can easily discern what other people are thinking and or feeling. Wow. You have ESP. Or just could read face as well. I am creative and enjoy making things with my hands. Okay, yes, you do. That's all true. Another few favorites of mine are I have recurring dreams that I can easily remember. This is true. Wow. And also, I'm often perceived by other people as strange or odd, which I also believe to be true. Okay. I so, mean, I've, I've, yes, I definitely thought that when I first <laughs> knew you. And then, and then I got to know you. And that and feeling deepened. Yeah, it, de- it deepened, it deepened. And broadened. <laughs> <laughs> and you now no I've longer... come to know you as odd across many years and many, many situations. You no longer perceive me as odd. You confirmed I, me. I know you to be odd, yes. So I also want to... I just There were two really great quotes from ScaryMommy.com that I had to share in this okay. episode. All right. The first quote. New Age concepts developed in the 1970s, indigo children are thought to be divine creatures with supernatural powers who were sent here from God, universe, Zool, fill in the blank, to wow. upgrade life as we know it. So, I'm divine, basically. Okay. great. Um, and then I am, also... I am terrified at the ammunition that this episode has given you. <laughs> terrified. This is my favorite thing. They followed up with this doozy of a quote... Which blows up this whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Quote, heavy, right? We might add, these are not aliens. No, according to those who espouse the theory, these are people who you might know right now. Right. Just so reincarnated aliens. You can't be an alien and be an indigo child. What? So they're basically saying Bariska is wrong. Oh, no, they've just ruined. Oh, no, that one group of people who made up crap is ruining the other group of people who made up crap. I hate to see infighting among a stupid group. So here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I might be an indigo child. Who knows? But I am going to move us forward (laughs) to find out what's going on with Bariska right now. Oh, okay, sure. Let's do full disclosure. I completely forgot we were talking about him. So on Quora, one person asked where he was and another answered, quote, 
Boriska is said to have disappeared along with his mother and a number of attempts by Western journalists to track him down has failed. Oh. One journalist has been informed by one Russian associate that Boriska is now in a remote village under the protection of Russian government and an attempt to reach him would be futile. Mm. Uh, several psychics have claimed that they have been able to communicate with Boriska through their minds. Oh, God. And that they have been replied by Boriska with a similar saying that he is in a remote place with his mother, but he is doing okay, and that the Russian government has something to do with it. You know what? We're going to get to the bottom of this right now. I'm going to send him a uh, telepathic email right now. Hang on. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. It bounced back. I got the mailer daemon thing. So I guess we won't actually clear it up right this second. So Sorry. My favorite thing, though, is another person replied with, quote, yeah, right. Now he has human kids, okay? Laughing emoji, laughing emoji. <laughs> Him and his parents are fucking liars. That's why they can't find them. They know it was all to make money from people if he was from Mars. He still wouldn't be here on Earth after 21 years, laughing emoji. <laughs> White people... They think they're from Mars, or they think they are God. They really need to get help from a therapist. Oh, I, you know what I love about that is that it, until that second, it completely escaped me that it really has been 21 years since 1996, and that's devastating to me. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. What is the bright side? Um, I am crying over my age, and it <laughs> happened. I don't know how it happened, but I am crying this episode. Oh my god, you're an <laughs> indigo child. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very sensitive to the emotional uh, environment of being old. <laughs> That's just your hormones. <laughs> I'm going through menopause, and I will thank you <laughs> to respect it. You wouldn't know menopause if it hit you with a hammer. It I don't know. Basically, did okay. I don't know what the bright side of this is. I mean, For first, mm -hmm. it's a great story. Okay, sure, to laugh at, to poop on. <laughs> yeah, you know. Second, he's apparently very knowledgeable in space and science and science about space. So hopefully, he can help us with that as he gets even older. Um, help us with science and space. That'd be good. Yeah. Like, well, we are going to Mars. Maybe he can go. Sure. That's great. You know, get back to his roots. <sighs> he gets in the spaceship and he's like, when I think of home, I think of a planet that's next to this planet. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll get up and get in the spaceship and say, oh, this is very complicated. <laughs> Oh, this spaceship reminds me of my own spaceship. It's very complicated. Fortunately, I'm very comfortable in that situation. Bring me vodka. Um, Martian wine. Martian vodka. So, here's the third thing. Mm. His mission was to prevent nuclear war. Oh, and he did it. It's a good one. Looks I like, like he that. did it, too. Yeah. Looks like he accomplished it. I mean, have we had a nuclear war? No. Good job, Bariska. So far, so good. So I think, yeah, no, I didn't think of that one. That's great. He has averted for us nuclear war on this planet. Thank the Lord. No, not the Lord. Thank the Martians yeah. for their forward-thinking reincarnation scheme. Yes. 
All right. So that's really freaking weird. I love this crazy ass story. Thank you for that. Yeah. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you again next week. You have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Don't you listen to them, Jimmy. You're a god. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightsideKandJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the Bright, bright Side! side.